so we have a special feature coming in this edition of the All You Can Eat podcast, where we are late, but we have been we've just been booked night, morning and night. A special feature, though, I was managed. I did manage to get an instant restaurant review with James Shattuck, my son, uh, which will be coming at the end of this episode. <clears throat> Meanwhile, there's a lot going on, is especially for somebody like me. Now, this is tough for me because I'm a pasta holic, as you know. Yes. <clears throat> and that makes it very tough because I can still see. I lust after pasta, and I can see it, and I can, I can taste the texture. Even mm-hmm. though I haven't been eating it, and I can see where the precious would uh, would gather, and where each little precious little pore and crevasse would add space for buttery sauce, etc. So it still affects me. So the fact that there is a new pasta type out there, shape, engineers. Is it a new type, or is it just um, a type that we haven't personally explored before? I thought it was a new type that had been specially developed. I've never heard of quattrotini they look good though yeah it's a bunch of it's essentially uh, a bunch of parts of a of an advanced missile um but made of pasta and it's got all sorts of holes in it for all the precious to uh gather and it's absolutely mm-hmm. gorgeous quattrotini who knew oh that means somebody gets it somebody gets it pa- quattrotini is the revamped pasta shape perfect for sauce lovers and of course who's not a sauce lover. I do have one friend named Steve Mastro who actually eats pasta plain. With butter? Not butter. With nope. olive oil? Nope, nothing plain. Just he, he'll he'll boil spaghetti. Isn't that like kind of dry? And he'll eat it. <laughs> I don't know. He'll eat spaghetti. Yeah, it's kind of dry. It bothers me and he's Italian. It's it's a it's a it's a mm-hmm. it's a problem. As innovative as the design seems, so it's one big tube with four little tubes around it, a quattrotini. So this article about it says, as innovative as the design seems, Quattrotini is actually a revamped take on a classic pasta shape um, known as Cinque Bucci, meaning five holes in Italian. The multi-tube creation hails from Sicily, where it's traditionally served during carnival celebrations. Organic pasta brand Sfoglini? I don't know. Gonna, the Italians are going to yell at me again. What's the one that we have that we get? That's we got, get the radiators. The radiators radiatory. radiatory. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. We call them radiators, which we love. Mm-hmm. Love. Oh, the yes. texture is so gorgeous. And the telephone cord ones are good. Oh, that's a fizzuli? Um, the, the squiggly ones. But they're yeah. but it's a noodle. It, it's, yeah, it's and a, it's got the lines on it, like a ZD with yes. lines. Those are good also. Those are good for the kids. I like those less myself. Obviously, a rotini or a rotelli. Yeah. Does the job. I mean, like, even elbows can be good, depending. Can There's... be. Can be. It, they, I mean, I'm not going to scoff at any pasta. It's the least effective of any pasta. Mm-hmm. And if you're if you're trying to make kids happy, the two go-tos to entertain children, although they're not great pasta shapes, are wagon wheels and bow ties. Correct. Because those are like interesting to children, the idea that there's and that's these the whole shapes. that's the whole battle. And I wonder if that's why, I wonder if that's why um, that mac and cheese is generally done in with little pasta deals. Because you know you can have mac and you can have mac and I'm sorry you can have cheese and angel hair. It also works. I have certainly oh, yeah. done that before. But yeah, I think it's because with that type of cheesy sauce, you want the the gripping action on the sauce that yes. that a long spaghetti type of pasta doesn't necessarily have in the same way. Yes. You know, so you want that 
kind of where it's got all the nooks and crannies. But that's why shells are good, too. Because the shell fills up with stuff. That's Cavatappi, by the way. Cavatappi, the yeah. foam cords. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. As a kid, one of my favorite t-shirts was, it was just a white t-shirt, and then it had printed on it in red all different shapes of pasta and what they looked like. Yeah, I'm reading, was, I'm reading, I'm on tastingtable.com, 44 types of pasta, and I mm-hmm. might as well be on a porn site. This, is, <laughs> this Cologne Pompeii, it's like Congli, Congigli. Oh, it's so gorgeous. Um, so yeah, so in terms of this quattrotini, which we've got to try now, and it maximizes sauce delivery, easy to get on your fork. They also added ridges to the shape to allow the sauce and cheese to adhere even better to each piece. Like I mentioned earlier, that's key. Why you would ever buy the ziti without the lines on it when there's ziti with lines on it is... Right. No, I you, mean, like, you need that extra traction. Obviously, that's to use the magnetic uh, force around the pasta. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> just FYI, it's an, mm-hmm. an interesting bit of trivia. Um, the bow tie pasta, farfalle. Mm-hmm. Farfalle is Italian for butterflies. Oh, makes I sense, love that. doesn't it? Yes, it does. I love that. I love that. Yeah, the kids love bow ties and they love the wagon wheels. And um, yeah, I mean, at, I did I'm as a kid. At although fettuccine wa- right now. Um, <laughs> and uh, it, it is. You could give me this plate yeah. of fettuccine or a bikini-clad twenty-two-year-old Sophia Loren, and I would dive at the fettuccine. Um, so a couple other pasta shape questions. How do you feel about little pastas that go in soup? That's like little beads of it, like either the orzo or little, even like alphabet soup letters. Yes. And there's another tiny pastas, the tiny pastas. There's a place for it. It certainly, I was just looking at one. As a matter of fact, the, uh, Didalini. Didalini. Oh yeah. Well, Didalini is like beads. Literally. They have a hole in them. I buy them for craft projects sometimes. So there's a place for that. Um, I respect them enough. There's a place for that pasta and soup is is just... It's kind of a cheat because you're making soup much more interesting. Mm-hmm. And you can rock soup, too. Once It's, it's a pasta soup, like a... a um, what is it? Italian wedding soup? Mm-hmm. That's the one with like the little mm-hmm. almost matzo ball type of things. Right. It, right? You, you can cheese the hell out of that baby mm-hmm. and rock it. And so there's a lot to do there. I respect the pasta and soup thing. And like chicken and star soup. It's all good. Who are we kidding? Oh, yeah, the stars. That's another good tiny pasta shape. Yeah. Also one the kids the kids will gravitate towards. I mean, I'm... Uh, yeah, they'll oh. eat chicken and stars before chicken noodle any day. It's funny Which is odd. <laughs> it's the same soup, but one has stars. So And they, they're not even that good looking stars. But yeah, and, and the alphabets. Kids like alphabets, too. You know, those go great in like a tomato soup or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Travis Kelsey bought out the entire restaurant to party with Taylor Swift and the Chiefs. I wasn't quite done with pasta. Shapes. Okay, go ahead. Because um, the other question I have is how you feel about filled pastas like tortellinis or um, raviolis. Oh, not a, not a huge fan. I've generally been disappointed with tortellini. I've never found a tortellini that I found was awesome without... Um, with I'm not a ravioli guy. I've been disappointed. I feel like sometimes it tastes like uh, kitchen sink. I love ravioli. Ugh. I mean, if obviously a lobster Between ravioli. Between the two, I'm more for ravioli my... than tortellini. But if you could smother it both. with a sauce like a beautiful pesto, a tortellini is fine. But I don't like. I think that's way too much pasta area. Not enough precious in there. And you're not losing a tortellini belies the whole reason for pasta the texture 
I mean, yeah, agreed. And even like a ravioli, you're really only winning the ravioli battle if you are getting, if you have to eat the ravioli with a fork and knife. If it's small, like a tortellini, that you can just pick one up on a fork right. and put the whole thing in your mouth, then it's meh. Right. And there was a time in my life when I thought that gnocchis should be illegal. I thought it was such an affront because it's it's potato, you <laughs> Pretending know? Pretending to be pasta. Right. Although I've had, I had a, a godly gnocchi uh, at Il Baccio in the North End one time, and mm -hmm. that, that changed me on that. I mean, I think that almost all pasta can be made to taste good, but some are better than others. I mean... There is nothing like the dancing queen that is fettuccine really can remain un unchallenged by anything else. Yeah, it's probably true. It's probably true. Um, so you would also send an article about um, fancy pizza types. Yeah. Um, in particular, this one that hails from New Haven. And before that, I suppose it's. So this is a pizza, right? Italian. So I know nothing You're about You're supposed this. to pronounce it a pizza. Really? That's what it says in the article. Oh. Ooh. It says it's not a pizza. It's a pizza, which I assume you're, it's, you're uh, supposed it, to add an Italian yes, accent I will to not it. Be, I'm pretty sure. I will a not be saying a pizza. It sounds that way because th that's how the pizza was pronounced in Naples. Kaplan said New Haven pizza pays homage to these roots down to the ingredients used, the methods of cooking, and even the language. You may or may not want mozzarella on your pie, and you'd call that moots. Okay. Though this has nothing to do with Neapolitan pronunciations, another word in a pizza's lexicon is charred. When you see the almost black spots on the crispy oblong crust, don't call it burnt. It's burnt. Uh, the star of the show is the charred chewy crust. It looks that way because it's prepared in a hot brick oven powered by coal. It is also sauce forward, which is noticeable if you've seen or eaten a bright red original tomato pie from famous New Haven establishments like Frank Peppy Pizzeria or Sally's Abitz. On top of that, crushed tomato sauce is a dusting of grated Pecorino Romano. You won't find moots on these pies unless you order it as a topping. To get these three elements, and these three elements only on a pie would be called the original tomato pie or a plain pizza. So, I don't know how I feel about the only cheese on the pizza being a dusting of grated Romano cheese. Uh, yeah, I am not, I do not, I, I am not for this. I don't like when people try to authenticate stuff. And make it more simple. It's I think it's supposed to be sophisticated because it's crude. I think this is an exercise in masochism. They say it's the balance of the pies that makes every bite dance on your palate. And this article, which is from Boston.com that you sent, also irritates me because it has an enormous amount of spelling and grammar errors in it. And just bad diction in general. That's Caitlin example, Umholtz's fault. Well, she needs an editor because... Uh, she wrote that uh, the balance of the pies makes every bite dance on your palate, and she spelled it P-A-L-E-T-T-E, -T -T -E, which is an artist palette that has paint on it. Well, that's a Tom Shattuck spelling error. There's three palettes. One is the one an artist uses that has paint. That's P-A-L-E-T-T-E. Are you yelling There's, at me right now? No, I'm yelling at the world because this irritates me all the time. I get in this <laughs> argument constantly. There's the palette that's what you taste. And that's P-A-L-A-T-E, palette. And there's palettes like that you use a palette jack with in a warehouse. And those are P-A-L-L-E-T. So three types of palettes and they're not interchangeable. She also said that New Haven is the pizza promise land. Not promised <laughs> land. 
as in the land promised to the Israelites in the Bible, but because we're all biblically illiterate now, I guess we get the promised land, which I don't know what that's even supposed to mean. What's a promised land? Uh, Kate, I think Caitlin Umholtz uh, works or has worked for public radio, just so you know, before you get too <sighs> uppity, Alice. Okay. Uh, lastly, you cannot order a pizza by the slice, unlike New York-style pizza, so be prepared she to share She was part of Liberty pizza. High School's Top Shining Seniors. Mm. Alice. Oh, they don't teach Hi, I'm Caitlin there. Umholtz. I live in Hinesville, Georgia, with my dad, Jake Umholtz, my sister, Lauren Umholtz, and my two grandparents, Jake and Janice Umholtz. Ten years ago. I'm a graduating senior of Liberty County High School, and I will be attending, in the fall of 2017, the University of Georgia, where I'll major in journalism. And now she's a journalist, Alice, writing about your palette and the promised mm -hmm. land. The promised land. The promised land. I can't. Well, anyway, it's not staying in the promised land. There's a bunch of places opening in the Boston, Woburn area, too, if you feel like having pizza with almost no cheese on it. Although they do have a white clam version, which made me think of you, maybe. Yeah, always a, always a fan of that. I, I just, I don't know that why we have to reinvent everything yeah all the time i it makes me very nervous yeah but they claim this is more the original version i know but that's and that what you're the... eating knockoff uh reinvented pizza yeah but that's what everybody always claims when they tamper with something that they don't need to um yeah i don't know about that um so I have a quick um, Facebook post from the Merrimack Valley Eats group that I wanted to share with mm -hmm. you. Um, get your thoughts on this query that someone posted, which is that, um, uh, how do you all feel about a place that makes alcohol drinks too strong? I am not in my 20s looking to get drunk. I like a tasty drink with my dinner, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, obviously that person should be um, deported. Because if you want a tasty drink with your dinner, then don't get an alcohol drink. That doesn't taste good. <laughs> right. And lots of places have actually pretty extensive right. mocktail menus now, which I've enjoyed and discovered as a pregnant person. Right. I mean, it's who, not all uh, Gina at the Fat Cactus serving you pineapple juice for some reason anymore. Yeah, no. It, there's all sorts of tasty drinks out there already. You need mm -hmm. to... If, a, if you're getting more, it's like somebody giving you too much, um, yeah, that's what too much, too much like truffle on the side of your risotto. It's like, it, that's a good thing. If somebody right. gives you too much caviar, that's a good thing. This is high dollar. That's what you're stuff. paying for is yes. the alcohol in the drink. So if you don't yes. want that, then just order one without or it. Or water like it down a... or pour your water into it. Mm -hmm. You should be excommunicated and possibly incarcerated if you're complaining and about other a strong people in here. A bunch of people do uh, tell her that. You know, just if you don't want it strong, just let them know that you don't want it strong when you order it. Don't let them know you don't want it strong. You don't want to start t training bartenders to make weak drinks. There's only about one out of a thousand bartenders mm -hmm. is worth the salt anyway. But there's a bunch of other comments that are like, that agree with her. Casa Tequila in Seabrook makes their drinks so strong sometimes it's not even enjoyable. That is good to know. It's right up the street. <laughs> you will be heading there. Yes, we will be heading there. Absolutely. Is, is that the one that's next to the mall? Yeah, it is. Right next to Walmart. Um, right? the tequila. I That's a big one. So. Yeah, it is. Yeah, in Seabrook, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That place is a winner and endorse. We should go there now. Um, and the, some people say ask for extra of juice on the side so that you can add it. Don't ask for help. extra juice. You, it, say thank you very much for respecting me enough to make a stiff drink in this place. 
Or just don't, you should not be, you should lose your, uh, your state sponsored ID if you do this. Yeah. It's like having, to... like, you know, if it's like, you know, having sex with somebody and them throwing in all sorts of extra stuff and you being off put by it. Be, be, be pleased that this is happening. I know. So one person said, I've had wait staff say no one has ever complained their drink was too strong. That's a way to, that's a way of and, calling you a B.I.E. You know <laughs> but somebody else replied, I have complained about it. Can't enjoy it when it's too strong. Yeah, it's a bad person. Those are bad people who say that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not 20 looking to get drunk. Ugh. No customer should have to choke down a drink. Cocktails are meant to be enjoyable. That's not true. That's not true. Ugh, these are bad, such bad. Else, uh, get me the names and addresses of all the people. <laughs> We're gonna dox them in the next show. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Another um, Facebook complaint that I've seen um, surfacing more. We have, I don't know, is Brugger's National Brugger's Bagels? Yeah. Uh, but there's a few around here. And um, one thing I've seen popping up in the local Facebook groups is Brugger's has made a decision. I don't know if you've heard about this, um, to no longer have any seating at all in Brugger's. Oh, really? Okay. So you can no longer sit and eat in the Brugger's. Wasn't it's, the Brugger's in Melrose like broken or something? Like spiritually broken? I never had great experiences there, although they opened that juice bar thing in there too. Yeah. Um, and so they had that going on, but then, but yeah, so apparently them, and I think, is there a Brugger's in Winchester also, maybe? There's another there's one Brugger's around. everywhere. Around there's there. another one around that I saw in a Facebook group, though, people complaining about, but apparently Brugger's has made a corporate decision that there's no longer any seating in the restaurants. I could They're see giving that... you the food, and then you go. That because makes... they said people hung around too long mm. and were messy, and teenagers after school, and no problem they're with just that. done with it. I got no they're problem. They're done. With that. They're closing it too, and they're kicking you out. Like you're not hanging around in there. Yeah, I've got no problem with that. I think it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. it, 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 bagel is an expressway. That needs to be fine tuned. You need to be get in and out. I mean, if you're gonna wait for a bagel, which I've done four times in my life. Right. Back when it was new that jalapeno cream cheese was on the market. So I was like, mm -hmm. wow, they have jalapeno. But a lot of people were complaining and saying like, oh, like this is terrible. I'm never going to go there anymore. I'm only going to go to Cafe Nero or Jitters Coffee or Starbucks where they don't kick you out, where you can sit and chat by the fireplace with your friend forever with your one coffee that you ordered or whatever. I mean, they're making like 33 cents on your coffee. I don't. Right. You don't have the right then to sit there forever. And, right. And also, if you get if you have a seating area, that means that somebody's got to come off the line and clean it up. Right. It, when every second counts in that conveyor belt area where you've got to be churning up bagels. So, no. No. And, of course, the kids are hanging around and ruining it. No. I've got no problem with that. Good choice. Good choice. But this is something all restaurants deal with. I mean, obviously, it's more... Uh, it's a bigger issue in coffee shops and like cafe kind of settings because people do sit and hang out for freaking ever. But it's an issue in in regular restaurants, too, that people stay too long. I mean, we don't do this because we have kids. So we're like on a stopwatch trying to get out of the restaurant. We're like trying to eat and leave before our kids do anything terrible. Um, but a lot of people like hang out way too long in restaurants. Mm -hmm. especially if you're not still ordering stuff or ordering drinks. And the restaurant needs you to keep moving yes. because they have to turn over tables. Yes, and we have talked about this, but it, it's, a, it's a good point. People hang out in restaurants too long. It is, you're right, they have to turn over tables. And 
uh, I, I think last time we our consensus was that if you're getting cocktails, actually Allison was on with us. Allison Bishop, I think when we talked about this, mm -hmm. if you are ordering cocktails, then you've essentially essentially extended to dinner. So that's different, right? But other than that, they do estimate, and there are people with reservations who assume the reservations mean something there. Right. So it's a disservice, and people can feel disrespected. But one thing I've read is that sometimes what they'll do is they'll offer you, like, a free drink if you move to the bar or a free dessert. That's smart. You know, to try and keep you, get you off a table so that they can seat somebody else That's for a fall meal. That's great diplomacy. Yeah. I'd be all for that. Because it... it it's so po especially with food being so expensive now. When you go out to to dinner, mm -hmm. and it's so easy to be offended if 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 they disrespect you. Mm -hmm. So yeah, because you're like, I'm spending two hundred dollars right. for what cost only eighty bucks two years ago. So well, right, and that's why I wanted to bring up the um, Travis Kelsey thing mm -hmm. with um, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift because what? So they he after the game he took her out in the team and they. Closed the entire restaurant. So just so they like rented the whole thing for the team, et cetera. Mm -hmm. How would you feel if you're somebody who just last week spent 500 bucks at a meal at that restaurant and then wanted to go tonight? And no, it's closed off because Travis, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift get to have the whole thing. Well, I assume they're spending money there. I know they're spending money Places there. Places close for private events all the time. This is just so him and the team can have, so they could be beautiful and exclusive. That's I, fine. Isn't that what all private events are? I think it's, I think I would feel like it's rubbish. I think that they, for the clout of being able to say that Taylor was here and et cetera, uh, made that move. And I think they, uh, I think the people could close down all the time. I think the idea is they to. They do. No, I think it's rubbish. I think that. They do. I've been, I've worked at jobs where I've booked company Christmas parties and stuff, where I've worked as like an office manager. And like that's standard practice. There's usually huge minimum food and beverage purchases. To to do it, uh, Alice Shattuck is I mean, like, wrong on. This I mean, one. like there's places that have like fifteen twenty k minimum food purchases in Boston to rent a place. You are to be deported along with the people who went to Casa no, Tequila it, and and complained about the tequila. If it's good for the restaurant to rent out a place, and no big deal, post it on their website or Facebook page. That is not inclusive, Alice. Negative. <sighs> you are being deported. Rich people get more exciting stuff. It's how it goes. I don't know. The, the elitist Alice Shattuck is not going to be a hindrance anymore because now it is time for James Shattuck's instant restaurant review. Okay, this is a new service of the All You Can Eat podcast. This is the Instant Review, and we are doing a review of McDonald's today. We were on Story Ave in Newburyport, where we went with my son James, my son Anson, my wife Alice, and got McDonald's through the app. I did not get anything myself. I'm trying to stay on uh, diet, but James got the filet of fish always a winner. And a cheeseburger and a Sprite. So the Sprite, I assume, was fine. Yeah, always. Okay, so let's get into the filet of fish because this is a point of controversy. And we discovered something today that I never find ever, ever. It was a rare mm -hmm. good thing. So as people probably know, 
Condiments and other adornments on fast food are delivered, distributed um, in a, a robust manner is a rare thing. It rarely it, it rarely happens. You've got to fight to get guacamole on stuff. You've got to fight to get tartar sauce. One of the weird anomalous things was that for some reason, and the same thing goes for um, Big Macs with the special sauce, is that the filet of fish at McDonald's always has a lot of, I don't know if it's mayo. I guess it's mayo, right? Uh, I think it's like... Or tartar sauce. One of the two. Either way, they're the, they're the same thing, really. Yeah. But so today, though, things were different. Tell us the story. Uh, I was eating it, and the first, like, five bites had nothing. It was very dry. And that is no good, because ideally you would want a bite of tartar sauce with each quadrant of the sandwich. Yes. And also, if you take away, if you take away, you, people should know what tartar sauce does, and or mayo, is it's vinegar, and it's that vinegar t tangy taste that goes well with fish, the same way you'd want lemon on fish. Um, and you found, did you find, did you hit the mother load at all? Was it in there somewhere, or just nothing? There was a small area where I got uh, some. In and we have a mole, I think, who works at McDonald's, so we could ask about this. We, mm -hmm. we should, probably should. Um, but I would assume that is that is a human effect. I would assume that that shows that they're using a squeeze bottle rather than a pump thing, because a pump thing would probably distribute the same amount every time. But we had a huge order, and they didn't have much time, because we used the app. And I am still not convinced that using an app to order at McDonald's so that you just go to the drive-thru anyway, and they have to hustle in there, is a, is a great thing to do. I think it gets them working hard. Mm -hmm. um, but so overall, out of ten, how was your fillet of fish? Uh, a four and a half. Oof, that is vicious. That tells me that there was a certain satisfaction that only the fillet of fish can deliver in its own way that you did not get. Mm-hmm. Especially. I had the double fillet of fish one time. I didn't know there was one. I I don't know if it was just some special, but I got a double fillet of fish one time, and it uh it was not it was way less drier than that. The double fillet of fish was yeah. less, so that's one interesting because as somebody who sometimes I throw away the bun because I'm trying not to be a fat, <laughs> the fillet of fish is one of the few uh, burgers we'll call it or sandwiches whatever. That I could always count on being good because it was always smeared heavy with the mayo stuff. Mm. And so that is worrisome for me that it wasn't. Your mother's Big Mac, I got to say, looked fantastic. Then again, I was hungry as hell. And Joe was just re looking into it. I think she probably enjoyed it, although she was very stressed at the time. How was it? Was it a double cheeseburger or a normal cheeseburger? It was just a normal cheeseburger. Now, why not the double? Because the double's on the $2 menu or something, right? Uh, I don't know. The dollar, the, the the double used to be on the dollar menu. Do you do you? The dollar menu used to be a miracle. Twenty years ago, the dollar menu had a fillet of fish on it, chicken, um, the, the double cheeseburgers. It was fantastic. This is how crazy my life was, James. Uh, in twenty years ago, is that I used to get out of work at at Entercom, which was the radio station, and since I was a jogger, I used to jog back then. I used to keep clothes at my work and jog home. But I jog past McDonald's, go into McDonald's, 
get two dollar menu cheeseburgers, double cheeseburgers, and jog to the bar, the baseball tavern, eating while jogging, and like ha- eliminating a meal for the night for two dollars. It was fantastic, fantastic. Until one time, one of my friends, when I got to that bar, said, "You smell just like McDonald's," and I thought that was, I don't need to hear that. But um, so so okay, so why just the single cheeseburger? Because that's mostly bread then. I don't know. You just want to get a single cheeseburger. Uh, I I forgot that there was a double cheeseburger. Yeah, well, I think it might be the McDouble now or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And it, well, in the old days with the with the dollar menu, then you'd be able to see it's right there. And actually, I don't even know if the normal cheeseburger was on the. Would, would you ever consider getting a hamburger without cheese? I mean, I don't know what's the point of getting a hamburger. That's correct. I was that was a test question. I would rather you be hooked on drugs than be somebody who gets a hamburger without cheese. Obviously, cheese belongs on everything that it can be put on, mm-hmm. except for Chinese food, which doesn't need cheese. Yeah. Any other notes about? Did you have any of the chicken nuggets? Everything was normal except there. There was just no pickles in that cheeseburger. That was the only really. Other com- yeah. Oh, so that this is a matter of this is really a matter of the that um this is a matter of ordering with the app then because you, you're hitting them with a tsunami of stuff we ordered for you know six people or five people mm-hmm. and that gives them no t- I, although if you, I guess if you they've got to make it so that people can see these orders coming with the app because it, it's no good that you just suddenly that they. You just give them the number there, and then they suddenly see the 18 items. Because mm-hmm. then they're rushing. I mean, it gives them no time to, to get ready. And they know that you're in the, And obviously, the company's probably really pushing people to be on the app for incentives or whatever. So they're getting pressure to make those people happy. People who use apps probably comment and, you know, give feedback. So those associates are probably nervous as hell. Yeah. It, not, I don't know. It's, it's like the uh, as featured in mail, not not. Oh yeah, did they, they just, have that? That's the that's the cinema stuff that we talked about. Yeah. Did they have that there? I think it's gone. Oh good, I think that's good. And let's you know that's a good point. Let's not give them any more stuff to do. Yeah. I don't want them to have to worry about toys and this and that. I don't I don't even like the Happy Meal. It's freaking. I understand it works on little kids, and our we got one for our for little Cyril today, and he's into it. And the toy is great, but when I was a kid, there was no Happy Meal. It was just McDonald's stuff, and you were happy to unwrap the McDonald's stuff because it was good. Yeah. But and by the way, why won't McDonald's go into onion rings? Um, it's just why not onion rings and why not a taco? Tacos, I sort of understand. I think they did it once. I don't know, random they? knowledge that I got from somewhere. Maybe they did do it. All right, so overall, I want your, out of 10, your total McDonald's experience today. A six. There you go, six out of 10. That is James Shattuck and his instant restaurant review. James, thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Talk to you later. Well, I hate nostalgia because I can't climb up that hill without thinking your name my head nostalgia I still think about you it's been so long I'm so lame I hate nostalgia hope you hate it too 
Hope you wonder what am I doing and who I'm pursuing. I hope you think I lead a really exotic life the way I think about you. You probably have a wife of your job and you go to church on Sundays and barbecue on weekends out in your backyard. And sometimes think about me.